Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Dyer. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Rikini Sergeant. Paging Dr. Deucebag. Crash Gladys. Getting crashed in position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off Freaks. Under 15 minutes, excuse me, 15 laps to go. And it looks like Kyle Larson will not win this race. (laughs) The South Point 400 about to wrap up. Currently, Denny Hamlin in the lead. Chase Elliott at number two. And Kyle Busch, 10 seconds behind at number three. We'll give you up-to-the-minute updates on how this thing finishes in about uh, five minutes or so. From the Lucas Oil Studios, Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, we have us a new Indy car champion, Alex Pillow, will be joining us coming up in about 20 minutes here in the Freak Nation. Speaking of Mr. Larson, he should be in here around 740 tonight. Also, Kyle Koretsky last weekend got his first big boy NHRA Pro Stock win. Uh, he'll be here in the Freak Nation, and we hope to get to... Uh, Jeb Burton, who, again, is doing his damnedest to continue to run in these NASCAR Xfinity playoffs, Crasher. Yeah, I got taken out last night, unfortunately, in the Xfinity race. But it's it's a pretty legendous Jeb Burton interview. I have a feeling, have a feeling, he's going to be a longtime member of the Freak Nation. Yeah, he's a, uh, he's a crap starter. Statman, speaking of crap starters, Statman, have you settled down from that uh, big Ohio State win? At close call, you had what? Would you win by sixty-three <laughs> points yesterday? Kind of like Texas over Texas Tech. I think you're still scoring on, scoring on the Red Raiders, buddy. Wow, that was uh, completely unmitigatedly boring. Yeah. Again, that's another two-hour show, but uh, let's—I'm not going to digress, Freak Nation. We've got about nine laps to go. Denny Hamlin again, about a second, second and a half lead over Chase Elliott. That race has been going on since yesterday afternoon, hasn't it? Maybe Friday evening. It's what happened to the Las Vegas track. It just doesn't seem to produce exciting races like arguably it did in its infancy. I mean, I know the asphalt wears and the grooves come in and it becomes a little too easy to drive, too easy to predict. But yeah, the last several Las Vegas races have just been meh. Statman. You look at Las Vegas, you look at, sadly, at Texas, and even Charlotte yeah, to a yes. degree, those mile-and-a-half ovals or tri-ovals, depending on how you look at it, just don't produce great racing. No, they don't. And But I want to I go down a different rabbit hole altogether. <laughs> Chris Dyson, yes. a close friend of mine, mm-hmm. won the Trans Am Championship today. After winning in Virginia. Yes. And I've been texting with him this evening. I can't say any of it on the air. But, <laughs> yeah, Dyson is the cool. They used to chase him off the track, bump him off the track, and now they can't catch him. That's world-class cool. No prisoners. Did I read that he – how many wins did he have this year? I don't know. I think like six or something like that. I was going to say – I think I read nine. 
And I was going to ask you if that was true. I mean, he just had a commanding season. Oh, he dominated the year. They couldn't catch him. They used to knock him off the track. He was an outsider. He won two LMS championships, but you know he wasn't good enough for Trans Am to some of those clowns in there. But he, uh, they used to chase him off the track, knock him off the track, but they couldn't catch him this year. I mean, it was uh, he dominated no prisoners that's what i i texted him every after every event don't take any prisoners he said <laughs> as as you have ordered me that's what he's first thing he says when i told him congratulations he said i'm just following orders bill <laughs> all right seventh victory of the season and they yeah. still have one race to go he's no clinched smokes. it but in a month, they'll have their final race. Bob but no playoffs. Hamlin, no, playoffs. Chase, no playoffs. No playoffs. That's right. Chase Elliott uh, closing closing in on Denny Hamlin now within 0.8 seconds. Will he? Uh, oh, there he is. We're, we're, we're not allowed to give you legitimate play-by-play. Let's just say that uh, Chase Elliott is closing in on Denny Hamlin. And I want to remind you, Freak Nation, be sure you follow us on Twitter every race weekend. We give you a shot at General Tires. Now within a half a second of Denny Hamlin. We give you a shot oh, wow. at wow. a set of General Tires. You have your choice of three drivers, just like Crash, Stat, and yours truly. If you beat us in the points after this race, you're going to take home a set of General Tires. It's that easy. It is that freaking easy. And right now, the gentleman who just might, who is... Taking on the freaks right now just might take home a set of general tires because he picked uh, Chase Elliott to finish in the top three. I'm going to resume some affiliates. Be right back, Freak Nation. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for hanging out with Speed Freaks. 0.3 seconds, Chase Elliott making the chase on Denny Hamlin to win the South Point 400. We got two laps to go. Crash will give you updates in the next three minutes for the Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. Alex Pillow, IndyCar Series champion, should be joining us in about 10 minutes. But first, Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com and find out how you can save up to $100 on a set of light truck or SUV tires right now through the end of October, go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? Well, the 2021 IndyCar season is now done. In race one, we said, hello, Polo, as he rang the season in with a win. And then today, after several laps complete in the final round, Alex was determined the first ever Spaniard champion in IndyCar history, up with no playoffs. Hometown boy Colton Herta drove a hell of a race to take the California sweep. Scott McLaughlin was crowned Rookie of the Year. Now, get this. Three Indy 500 winners and arguably the series' most popular driver are all out of rides as we speak right now. Ryan hunter Ray, Simon Pagano, Takuma Sato, and James Hinchcliffe hoping to find a new seat for 2022. Add their names to the list that includes Sebastian Bourdais, Ed Jones, Jack Harvey, and Connor Daly. Yep, going to be a fun IndyCar offseason. IMSA also raced at Long Beach where Cadillac swept the podium and won their fourth in a row at Long Beach with drivers Pipo Durrani and Felipe Nasser. Earlier in the day, it was Lewis Hamilton regaining the points lead in Formula One as he notched his 100th series win in a strange rain-challenged race in Russia. Though he's only two tiny points in the lead as Max Verstappen was masterful in his drive from last to second. 
The Trans Am Series was on the East Coast, and even though they have one more race remaining on their 2021 calendar, Chris Dyson's flag-to-flag race win today in Virginia solidified his title win, too. And the same can be said for Rafa Matos in Trans Am 2, who also won today's race and provisional title. The NHRA wrapped up a nonstop month of racing in St. Louis. And remember when we joked with super sub Tommy Johnson that a dose of Wally was the cure for COVID? Well, Matt Hagen, who was out of the cockpit for a couple weeks with a very serious bout of COVID, grabbed that sweet Wally at a track he has never won. So now only Sonoma is left on his list to win. In top fuel, it was the ninth freaking win from Steve Torrance on the season. And in pro stock, Dallas Glenn had a near perfect reaction time, 0.001. But Erica Enders drove around that for the win by just two thousandths of a second. All right, do we have a win? Denny Hamlin Denny. with the win. Chase Elliott in the two spot. Kyle Busch in the three spot. Joe Gibbs with two out of the top three. When we resume, Ooh. more NASCAR and IndyCar insight from the Freaks. Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right, keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Aw, uh, fresh vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Scoop, it is. Scoop, it is. Scoop, it is. Scoop, it is. Scoop, shakalaka, 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 scoop, shakalaka, 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 Geico, switch today and see all the ways you could save. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Your soap is Ugh. And your body wash is a synthetic detergent. But you're not a dish. You're a man. Switch to Dr. Squatch Natural Soap for Men. For men who build things. Open pickle jars on the first try. Slay dragons. And let their daughters braid their hair. Men who like to feel good and smell. Titillating. Dr. Squatch takes you places you never thought you'd go. 
naked. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Twenty-one years from the Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, Crasher, Statman, Kenny Sargent. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Complete engine treatment, cleans and lubricates multiple systems, removes harmful deposits, gum and varnish, improves cold temperature, fluidity, and lubricates upper cylinder walls and rings. Go with the OG in your complete engine treatment from Lucas Oil. Coming up in about seven or eight minutes, looking for Alex Pillow, your IndyCar Series champion. Who, by the way, we were reminded, runner-up finish for the Indy 500. Yeah. How were we completely – well, I know how. It's hard not to be completely blinded by the enthusiasm and the energy of Elio Castroneves. And, uh, by the way, there's another story from him from this weekend in case you missed it too. But, yeah, it just – as we're going through Pelot's season, we see he got second place at the Indy 500, and I'm thinking – Holy cow, we were all up in focusing on Elio and that fourth Indy 500 win. How in the heck did it just kind of gloss over us that, oh, hello, Polo, with second place? Not too shabby. Statman, I'm, I'm about to go against the grain and my pop. I don't, I'm not going to apologize for anything. I want playoffs in IndyCar. <gasps> what? Oh, come what? on. The, the IndyCar championship wasn't decided till the last lap of the last race. Why the is same that? way it's been for the last 15 years. It, 15 straight last years of lap. If what? If the New Garden had won the race, you know, it would have been up in the air. So no. It, yeah, no, you don't need to no. Why you want to manufacture something at random when you got competition that's deciding what's going on? What's pushed to pass? That's part of the competition. If you use it all up at the beginning of the race, you don't have anything at the end of the race when you need it. The same, the same with tires. If you, you have to use uh, basic tires and soft tires, and you got to uh, work that into how you get to the end of the race. Alex Pelot has to finish no further than twenty third to win the championship. Come on. Click. Give me some football. Oh, stop! Well, it. that's a different question. No, that's, no, that's <laughs> that's a different argument. It would just it just kind of took the air out of it for me. I was looking forward to uh, Pato Award and Alex Pelot going after it until Ed Jones decided to get up on <laughs> Alex Pelot and ruin his chances. No, Pato. Award. Award. Yeah, yeah, ruin, ruin his chances for the championship. And how about that? Ganassi just hands off to his other. Driver, Alex Pillow. Uh, sorry, Iceman, not for you this year, but let's just give it to uh, our first-year driver with Chip Ganassi. Well, interestingly enough, Pillow became the youngest champion since Scott Dixon's first championship in 2003. Jeez. And he also was being mentored by Jimmy Johnson. He sought out Jimmy Johnson, who was also on the Ganassi team, and Scott Dixon. He even watched some of Johnson's interviews to learn how to talk to the media. And they, this guy is this guy is ready. He's ready to be a champion and part of the new faces in IndyCar. Give me playoffs in no. IndyCar next year, Freak Nation. Stop it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Frankly, I was surprised that we even got this Long Beach race I do, I was too. off, uh-huh. given the COVID situation. We're not going to get into that. But frankly, four or five months ago, I thought, there's no way we're going to have this. And I'm sure they were thinking the same thing back in May and June and July as well. Okay, I'm told that uh, Alex Pelot should be calling in the next five, ten minutes or so. So coming up, we've got your Statman Scat, a very unique Statman Scat, and we're looking for Alex Pelot. And Kyle Larson should be joining us right around 740 Pacific, 1040 Eastern, the Lucas Oil Studios and the Speed Freaks Pits. Oh, no. A different thought tonight about a thing we all love, cars. Sometimes I join the cult worshiping cars. I've driven gas guzzlers, gas sippers, race cars, and hybrids on the street. That makes me part of the cult that denies the violence cars visit on our person, our lives, and our environment. The Museum of Modern Art in New York City examines the car in an exhibit of nine, from a Formula One race car to the people's car, a Volkswagen Beetle. If you're listening to this, you share my love and memories of the car, all billion and a half in the world, one for every five people. But I know what it's like to lose the beauty of nature to a car's exhaust or the scarring a car's tires can do to a hillside that only asks to surround us in beauty. Maybe our environment is fighting back by scarring humanity with forest fires and the pestilence that thrives in the car exhaust. We need to rethink so much of what we've surrendered to cars that are killing us and our way of life. Some answers may be in the next mirror you look into. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Nation, the name of this song, Lay It Down from Rat, many, many years ago. Alex Below laying it down, grabbing himself his first IndyCar Series championship, coming out of Long Beach, joining us now in the Lucas Oil Studios. Please tell me, Alex Below, that um, when you signed with Chip Ganassi, part of the deal was I guarantee you a championship my first year with Chip Ganassi. <laughs> I mean, man, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, but I don't know, man. I know they were they were going to give me all the tools I needed to win a championship. But uh, you never know if it's going to happen or not. Talk about that. Alex Pelot, your 2021 IndyCar Series champion, joining us here in the Lucas Oil Studios. You talk about all these tools. Uh, you didn't have them with, with Coin Racing last year, but you have them with Chip Ganassi. What are some of these tools that you have that you haven't had in the past? Uh, the tools, I mean, lots of resources, uh, lots of people working on the cars, uh, making sure that we have the best cars every weekend, and just making sure we have everything to win, man. It takes a lot uh, to win races, and it takes even more to win championships, so... Um, had an amazing team around me this uh, this season. Had amazing partners that uh, were making this possible, and we made it. So uh, mission accomplished this year. Mission accomplished indeed. Congratulations, Alex Pelot, joining us here in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night, fresh from Long Beach, and this fourth place finish there. Alex, some of the tools are the incredible talent in just the driver's stable at Ganassi Racing. 
What was a big thing that you might have learned from either Jimmy Johnson, Dario Franchitti, Scott Pruitt, all these names that are mentoring you? Who gave you the best advice and what was it? Yeah, lots of champions around me um, that helped me to, to be one of them uh, now. I'm not even close to Dixon or, or Jimmy there, but uh, uh, they were able to, to teach me a lot. I've been able to, to learn a lot from them. And I have a lot of tricks, but um, unfortunately, I'm not going to mention any because then I would give some tricks to other drivers and I want to give them for just for me. And But yeah, I got lots of good stuff. Um, they helped me a lot on the bad moments, especially how to just keep focused on, on what we needed to do, how to keep on performing even after having uh, some bad races and some bad moments. But uh, yeah, lots of good stuff. I like the tricks. We're coming up on trick-or-treat season. So, yeah, I'm going to try to find one of these tricks out of you. I mean, if they're telling you, then, then they're giving away their tricks to win as well. So what was something – give me give me something Dixon told you or at least showed you that helped you this year. Um, for sure, it's going to be fuel consumption. He's the man on, like, saving fuel. I think he even creates fuel on the car, and he's able to <laughs> – make uh, strategies possible so he's been um, he's been amazing on teaching me how to uh, be good on fuel consumption obviously we had the support from HPD there that uh, allowed us to to go always a bit further than than our competitors but uh, yes yeah, Scott obviously showed me the ways how to do it on driver's side Alex below the 2021 IndyCar champion. Alex, how long is it going to take you to get into the party once you leave the Freak Nation? Um, I, I don't know if you can listen to music, but uh, I'm going to, to dinner now. Uh, hopefully I can get some fried chicken to celebrate uh, with, with the team and with the people around me. But um, I'm not really a party guy. I'm going to celebrate, obviously, with, with a couple of beers. I never drink. I never got drunk. But maybe today I'll change that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's not going to take much to, to, to celebrate with, with my people. Hey, where did this fried chicken thing come from? I heard them. They've mentioned that a couple of times that you have to have fried chicken after a win. And this is the biggest win, the championship. Where did that come from? Uh, it comes from Japan, man. We the, the food there is not like our typical food, so um, something that we we could come up with uh, after a good win. It was fried chicken, and we were craving one time with my dad, and since then it stuck into us, and and we get fried chicken after a win. Do you have to eat fried chicken with chopsticks in Japan? Uh, not with chopsticks, just by hand. <laughs> Like the good old American way, man. Yes. Hey. Yes. His name is Alex Pillow, IndyCar Series champion for 2021 season. And they showed pictures of your dad. Was your dad eight, nine years old when your mom had you? Because he look, you look older than your dad, buddy. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. But uh, no, he's, he's young. He's 44. Um, he was 20 when, when, when I was born. So, um, yeah, he, he's young. He, he looks, he looks a bit older than me. Come on. Oh, dude, I, I looked at him. I thought, is that, is that Alex Polo's backup driver? And said, no, it's your old man. I guess, I guess he backs away from the Kentucky fried chicken or the fried chicken, doesn't he? <laughs> I will. 
sorry, guys. I'm at the street in front of the hotel, and yeah, sorry about that. No, do not apologize. You're a champion. You need to be soaking all this in. This is badass, Alex. We've had you in the Freak Nation before, and and Chip Ganassi's been coming in here for 20-plus years. Uh, This means a lot to Chip Ganassi. Granted, it's not the Iceman. It's not Scott Dixon. They just handed off the baton to you. Uh, What's the first thing that uh, Chip Ganassi said to you after this championship? He just told me, congratulations, man. Uh, Thank you so much. And he said, you're amazing. So I said, no, Chip, you are amazing because he's able to create this team that uh, is able to go one step further each session, each, each lap and, and each race. So um, it's, it's because of Chip Ganassi that, uh, that, that, we, are, uh, that we are this team. So it's, it's all because of him. And I love your modesty in one of your post-race interviews in which you kept saying to the reporter, I have no idea what Chip Ganassi saw in me while at Dale Coyne. I came to him with only one podium, nothing special, but he saw something. And you still can't pinpoint that, can you? What that thing was that he saw in you. Yeah, obviously we had a great season. It was my rookie year. We had some great moves, some good races, one podium, which was fantastic. But um, for somebody to give you a championship winning car with that man uh, that yeah that's amazing i knew i was fast but uh, i don't know if he knew that well um but he 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 had faith and he he gave me an opportunity that uh, was enough to maybe give him back everything that he has given to me Wow. Alex Polo, just get a little buzz tonight. Get some like get some malt liquor in your system with that uh, fried chicken, okay? Oh, no. I will. I will. <laughs> no, don't do malt liquor, please no. Thank just you. regular beer. Hey Alex, congratulations, buddy. Enjoy the off season, you champion. Thank you so much, guys. Always you a bet. pleasure. Awesome. Alex Polo joining you. us here in the Freak Nation again. You're 2021. IndyCar Series champion. That's how a champion is supposed to sound. A, yeah. a freshly crowned IndyCar Series champion, Alex Polo, 24 years old. That's thrilling to talk to a young man just after a, the, the biggest moment of his life. You hear people going bonkers behind him outside the, the hotel where he is, cheering on the champ. That's why we do this damn thing for 21 years, right? Those emotions. Yeah. yeah. Abso-freaking-lutely. For, yeah, like we were just talking about with Elio Castroneves earlier this season winning his fourth Indy 500 and tears of joy and, and excitement. And then, yeah, Alex Pillow being like, holy crap, I'm only in my sophomore season and I'm I'm a champion. And you could just hear it in his voice. It's like, I'm not a partier, but I think I might change that tonight. <laughs> How long do you think it'll be before he starts preparing on his title defense? Mm. Well, in a, a, another thing that I read post Long Beach was that he was kind of already thinking about that in his head and he said come february it's a clean sheet again so yeah i think he's going to enjoy the winter enjoy the holidays and then yeah as soon as january turns over to february i think that's when he's going to start to get serious four months wow i know right that's a long time well if you think about it though oh yeah indycar starting in february next oh, that's year. right that's yeah it's also strange that's yeah. right huh. We, we don't have to go through two freaking birthdays to get to the IndyCar season. <laughs> Remember when there, there were six months between IndyCar season? Yeah. It, yeah. 
because they used to end before Labor Day or on Labor Day to get done before the NFL season. Again, I say used to. For a couple of years, they tried this, getting done before the NFL season, but then they didn't come back until March or April, which was just horrific. Yeah. But again, getting back to the fact that, and again, Chip Ganassi, a longtime Freak Nation honoree, uh, this guy, I distinctly remember asking him, gosh, it, it probably had to be 10, 15 years ago, about getting close to Roger Penske and his accolades. I'd be curious if you compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges. Granted, there's only one Roger, but there's only one Chip Ganassi, but with all the dominance that Chip Ganassi has had in sports cars and IndyCar, not necessarily in NASCAR, but sports car and IndyCar, how close he would be to Roger Penske? Well, he's, he's arguably going to be a team owner for longer from this point forward, longer than, than Roger Penske will be. So who knows? I mean, the chapter is still being written. So, or the book, I should say, many chapters have been written, but the book is still being, is still going on. It's just bizarre to me to think that how dominant his IndyCar team has been when he as a driver just wasn't that. You get with the right people though, and Mo Nunn being one of those right people, boom, just changes things overnight. That's very true. Few people, some people that are listening to us right now don't know that Chip Ganassi used to be a driver. And I've asked him a lot of times until he just, last time he kind of looked at me like, how many times are you going to ask me this? Would he hire Chip Ganassi, the driver, to drive for Chip Ganassi? And he always says no. That's fascinating, too. <laughs> and it's I'm curious if it's for real that Chip Ganassi. He knew something when it came to Alex Pillow. I don't. I don't think he knew something about Scott Dixon, just like Hendrick. I don't think Hendrick knew that Jimmy Johnson had seven championships in him. But that being said, once you realize these are special people and special drivers, you give them everything that they need. Right? Well, they they said on the TV show today that uh, Roger Yasukawa, isn't that that the name? That's his manager. Yeah, he worked with some people in Japan when Alex was racing in Japan. They looked all over the world for some, for, say, another Scott Dixon. And uh, they had the discipline and the focus and so forth. And they came up with Alex. And that's who they bought to America to race an IndyCar. And granted, he's got a GP3 title to his resume, but not a ton of wins, whether it was racing in Europe or Japan. And he was back and forth, back and forth for a couple of years between those two continents. And it's not like it's a glowing resume, kind of like Jimmy Johnson did not have a glowing Mm -hmm. resume in the Xfinity series or an off-road. It was just kind of a, okay, this is, this is decent. But then all of a sudden he went on to seven titles and Alex Blow could be that next driver of, okay, an okay resume, but boom, he might flourish into a multi, multi, multi multi-time title contender. Yeah. But Jimmy Johnson got out of the car after a crash and danced on the, the, uh, (laughs) foam at the styrofoam. the styrofoam yeah nobody's ever done that f- before or since 
you had that to look. That was his turning at, point. <laughs> yeah, you had to. You had to look at that and say that dude can win seven championships, and we're bringing him in right now. Right. I've never, and we've been doing this again for twenty-one years. I've never seen a silly season like this for IndyCar, and these are these are champion winning drivers without seats. These are Indy five hundred winning drivers without seats. You know what's going to what's happening. I'm I'm cutting you off on purpose, Kenny. I'm sorry, but what's happening is that IndyCar, because of Groshan, is growing in stature in Europe, and some of the people who are running in the middle or the back of the pack on poor teams in Formula One with no chance to get to the top teams, they want to win, and they're starting to look at IndyCar and saying, "Let's go there and uh, see what." we could do there uh and so a lot of these seats are going to become available to people that want to win that the owners want to win in addition to the drivers who want to win in those cars and they they their races will still be seen on eurosport in uh in europe so yeah a lot of there's going to be a lot of changeover uh and some serious guys are going to be out of seats because you can't just bump around in the back of the field anymore people want to win and uh, get some return on their investment yeah i think adam stern tweeted this week that indycar has signed a re-signed a ton of countries some existing and some new countries coming on board for the tv package for next year Money's coming back into the series. It's right. it's going to get interesting. Yes. All right, Freak Nation, coming up, we have Kyle Larson, who at one time we thought, yep, he's going to be uh, chalking up Las Vegas to another win. Didn't do it. Denny Hamlin, your winner. Chase Elliott at the two spot. Kyle Busch at the three spot. But regardless, Kyle Larson will be joining us next segment. And next hour, Kenny Koretsky will be here in the Freak Nation. And I believe Jeb Burton will be here. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios, which, by the way, be sure to follow us on Twitter. It's it's the website, speedfreaks.tv. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G O A T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. 
Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Do yourself a favor, man. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com and check out their line of products to keep your ride on the road. That's lucasoil.com. Again, Proud members of the Freak Nation, lucasoil.com. Uh, Kyle Larson, just kicking ass. Thought he was going to have another win today. But uh, he joins us now here in the Freak Nation. We caught up with him earlier uh, after his Bristol win. And uh, Kyle Larson, again, is the name of NASCAR right now. You mention his name and people know exactly what you're talking about. He made his name on dirt and, of course, transformed to NASCAR superstar. So when he joined us, I kicked it off asking about, is there a rivalry between others on the dirt circuit between East and West Coast? I've covered music most of my life anyway. And at one time there was a big East Coast, West Coast rap confrontation that was going on. Is that still going on between dirt racers like We've got the best dirt racers on the East Coast versus what the West Coast has. Have you, Were you ever part of that that argument? I don't know. I mean, I think in sprint car racing, there's Pennsylvania versus the Outlaws, <laughs> really. Um, which, I mean, back in the day, you they could have that argument a little bit because you and the Outlaws would come in, the Pennsylvania Posse would usually win. Um but I mean, these last you know three or four years, the outlaws and, and outsiders have really come in and kind of dominated. Um, and then you know, California was a little bit that way. I feel like too, kind of back in the day, you know, they had their their really good locals, and um, you know, they would challenge for wins and stuff, which it still hasn't really changed. But mm-hmm. you know, the outlaws are still still the best. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's for cars, but all around, but. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really think there's, uh, right. there's like a rivalry, East Coast, West Coast, anything like that. 
You talk about back in the day, Kyle Larson, and it just makes me think of your resume that is still growing so quickly as we speak. I mean, you're just chalking up more and more wins. Is there a win, whether it's dirt or pavement, is there a win that really stands out to you as being one that really defined your career at this point? Yeah, definitely. I think in, in the race is actually coming up this weekend. Um, but the USAC uh, Four Crown Nationals at Eldora, um, it was my first time to Eldora in uh, – here comes Owen. To- <laughs> hey, Owen. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Hey, Owen. <laughs> no. Uh, four Crown uh, there at, at Eldora. Um, my first time there, I won, was able to win the midget. I swept the night, and I was only the second ever guy to do that um, to Jack Hewitt. And, nice. Uh, I remember, you know, after that, the next day, I think Cup was in uh, New Hampshire or something like that. And that's when Wind Tunnel was still around. And um, I remember, like, them interviewing like Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart and Casey Kane talking about this kid that, you know, swept the forecast at Eldora. And really from then on, you know, that's when like my phone started ringing and Toyota was taking me around to meet different teams and stuff. And, and that didn't work out, but then I ended up signing with Chip Ganassi racing um, just a few months later. So um, that, that race was the one that really propelled my career. That's so cool to hear like a recap from your perspective of how that all went down. What about this year, 2021? Is there, I mean, it's been such an amazing year, both on dirt and on pavement from the chili bowl to where we are now. You're, you're visiting another track where you have a win at, is there a defining moment from this season? I don't think there's just one. Um, this year has been, it's been amazing because I feel like I've won a lot of big races. Um, you know, the chili bowl, uh, Coke 600, the All-Star Race, uh, Kings Royal, Knoxville Nationals, <laughs> uh, the Perigard Classic, uh, BC 39. Like, mm-hmm. it's been, it's been <laughs> a, proud, a proud year for me just because I've won, I've won Crown Jewel events and all the types of cars I've raced this year. And, and mm. um, you know, it's tough to do and, and uh, just really cool. So I think that. Yeah, there's not one moment. It's just all the big wins that I've gotten this year. And it's so cool. Sorry to cut you off, Statman. I just want to get this in there. It's so cool to see how humble you are with all of this because it's real easy to not necessarily be that way. But you were a guy that you grew up essentially with a camera in your face. Your mom was documenting your life, basically. And has that kind of helped you to just kind of keep things in perspective and keep you really as humble as you are? No, um, yeah, my mom, I remember being like super annoyed, uh, growing up, uh, cause she, yeah, she had a camera in my face all the time. And, um, but you know, now looking back on it, I'm, I'm very thankful that, that she did that. And I can, you know, she's turned all those VHS tapes into DVDs so I can watch whenever I want Oh my! Christmas for me, uh, the last few years. And yeah, so it's cool. And, you know, and enjoys watching them too. And, we can go back and watch old go-kart races of mine. And um, yeah, I think maybe, maybe she prepared me for today. I don't know. <laughs> today. Yes. It's, it's amazing. This is kind of along the same lines. Your son, Owen uh, jumped up, wanted to see what you were doing, peeked into the camera. But once you put him on your lap, let him see what was going on. He said, yeah, okay. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have much patience. 
do you are you the same kind of way once you got a chance to peek into the inner sanctum of the top of motor racing does it ever get old or is it always uh, there's always a lot of anxiety or anxiousness to to continue being good yeah i don't know i mean i think it, it definitely um you has its moments where it's tough and, and you don't want to you know, do interviews all day or something like that. But uh, <laughs> if you're not doing interviews, you're not, you're not, you're probably not running up front either. So um, I, I'm, I don't mind it at all. I like doing all this stuff. Um, I like the grind of the schedule. I like you know, doing stuff throughout the week. I love, I love just staying busy with racing because it keeps my mind on it and it keeps me, you know, wanting to do good on the weekends. So, um, yeah, I, I love it. I love I love every part of it, being a race car driver. And but like I said, I mean, there's those times when you get burnt out, but you realize how fortunate you are to be doing something you love and and calling it a job too. So uh, even when it's not really a, a job, so um, yeah, we're we're all fortunate as race car drivers. Has there ever been a time when Kyle Larson thought about doing something else? Being an attorney, a plumber. <laughs> no. What? No, no. I really always haven't. racing has always been in your utmost in your mind. Yeah. So I mean, I've never, I've never had a real job. Like I've always just driven race cars from the time I was like fourteen. Uh, you know, I was getting paid a little bit to the one I would run good. And um, so yeah, I never, I've never had a job. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not really like that athletic to do any other sports and. I don't feel like I'm very smart to, to do anything, you know, business wise with numbers and stuff like that and running companies or whatever it may be. So, um, thankfully it's all worked out and I'm doing what I love and, and what I feel like I was born to do. You don't consider racing a job. Uh, you, you, you're doing it 90 hours a week. You got places to be <laughs> at certain times. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't, uh, I definitely don't consider it a job. No. I mean, there's, like I said, there's times like very brief moments where you're like burnt out, but it, it never feels like a job to me. Um, you know, maybe if we were testing and stuff like that, that's when it feels like a job, but <laughs> thankfully I haven't had too much testing, uh, the last gosh, four or five years. So, um, that, that makes it more enjoyable, but, uh, even then, you know, it's, it's part of it and, and you're always trying to become better and that's another opportunity for, for you to become a better race car driver and get your team better. Kyle Larson joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Kyle, with what happened in Bristol, granted your win, it's pretty spectacular and how you did it. But, of course, it's what was happening behind you with Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott. Uh, you're 5'6", maybe soaking wet. You're 135 pounds. Please tell me that you've gotten in a fight before. Or do you run from fights, dude? You, you're, you're a dirt track guy. You've had to you know, drop the gloves before, man. No, never, never. I've never even been close to getting in a fight. Um, you know, I mean, I've had drivers like mad at me and stuff, but I think when you're not bringing off that vibe, like you're ready to fight and you know, it, it, it just doesn't happen. So, and I think everybody probably looks at me and can see that wouldn't be a very fair fight because <laughs> I'm so small, but, uh, no, I, I don't like confrontation. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think doing it, you know, right after something happens is is not that there's a right or wrong way to go about it but that's just not the way that i feel like is the most successful way to like do it and, and talk about it with cameras on and stuff so 
um, and just tempers are high. So Mm -hmm. I usually try and just let it blow over and then um, just kind of have a conversation and and talk about it. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't plan to ever throw a punch at anybody. (laughs) It'd probably be me getting punched, I guess, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just try to avoid confrontation. See, before you brought in that word of cameras, don't do it with all the cameras in front of you. I kind of thought you were giving us marital device as well, because it's like, yeah, calm, cool and collected and just let things chill for a little bit before you actually have a conversation. It's like, wow, this dude can do talk to us about everything. (laughs) Yeah. No, I don't do, uh, I, I probably don't do the best job communicating uh, when when my wife and I are mad at each other, but uh, we'll, we uh, we try our best to get better at that too. Oh yeah, that's that's something that is not easy. If you had to, would you keep the helmet on though with your wife, or would would Caitlin just grab it? <laughs> yeah, with my wife, I'd probably definitely keep my helmet on because she's she's scrappy. But uh, yeah, no, hopefully hopefully we don't. Uh, no, no domestic disputes. No, no. I'm, the, and I'm not trying to say that at all. No, but what's, the, what, what's the worst thing that you do at the house? I mean, you leave your underwear on the floor. You don't make the bed. You leave the door open, the light. What is it that aggravates your wife the most? Is she right? Is she listening to this? Is that why you keep looking at her shoulder? She's, she's in the, she's in my bedroom. So, I mean, she's probably listening right now. And she'd probably have a better opinion of it, but. Um, Come on, Caitlin. I don't know. Breathing, talking, anything probably gets on her nerves. <laughs> Tell me you put the seat down, please. Oh, I definitely put the seat down. Okay, thank I'm you, good. thank I'm you. Good about that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not the cleanest, the cleanest person. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be. You're there like three or four days a week. It's all good. Yeah, that's that's actually probably the number one thing that pisses her off is that I'm never here. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, she she gets it. She, she doesn't mind the grind either. Well, she still does your merchandising, right? Oh yeah, she, that's she's, awesome. Yeah, she's got a real job. <laughs> that, that's definitely a job. So, uh, but she loves it. She enjoys it, and um, yeah, she that's that's definitely her baby. Nice. Has she ever dropped the gloves and wanted to box one of the driver's wives? <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. Um, I feel like her brother and, and I and her parents have done a good job of training her (laughs) her to not be that, not be that girl. There's definitely girls out there and wives and girlfriends that you just want to laugh at them. But, uh, yeah, she's, Caitlin Caitlin understands it. She's not. I don't, I don't know, Kyle Larson. There's some. (laughs) I, I was married for a while, and I've been around women all my life. And it's hey, careful, that, careful. You may not want to do is that you want to talk about the woman in your life being trainable. That's <laughs> yeah, a road that you want to avoid. <laughs> all friends, you don't want to go down. I don't care how much you talk to her. You didn't train the woman. She, she, yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. Some women do need it, though. And I, I'll be the first to raise my hand, to be honest. But you bring up in talking about all this, it just made me think, what if you and Brad Sweet got back at the Turkey Night Grand Prix and it was down to the two of you? And you one of you guys, I mean, you were just side by side. One of you guys had to take the other one out to get the win. How bad would Thanksgiving dinner be with your wife the very next day? Well, it's happened. So, uh, <laughs> Trophy Cup uh, 2012 or 13, um, 
and we it, it gets brought up all the time and, and <laughs> the sweet family are the only ones that think it was my fault but uh, <laughs> you can you can find the race online somewhere but anyways trophy cup you know whatever i didn't even need to win the race to win the event and uh but you know it's my girlfriend at times brother leading and and i want to beat him um so i threw a slider on him into one and two and cleared him and he got to my inside down the back stretch and was actually ahead of me and then he he kind of did like a slow slide job across three and four this is coming to the checkered and uh i was like okay there's gonna be enough room to get around him and so i squeeze around and we make contact off of four but you know he hits he hits me and uh <laughs> he flips doesn't make it a checkered flag. My car is destroyed. I barely limp across the line to win. And, um, yeah, Brad was obviously mad. Caitlin barely said good job to me. Jennifer, Jennifer, the, the grandma, who she, she's the one who'd been walking out of the door. Uh, she's so upset about it. Oh. But I guess they're the only ones that are upset about it. Everybody else said, oh, it's Brad's fault for sure. There you go. So next year is the 10 year anniversary of that. You need to do something to, to commemorate that moment with the sweet family. Even, even my son, even my son who's six years old, he <gasps> watched the tape and, and he's, you know, you know, six year olds, they have, they're very honest. And he said, it was not my fault. So. I'm oh, Owen for the win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love it. Ha- has a uh, all the time. Does it? Okay. Are are you and uh, Christopher Bell back on the Christmas card list uh, at this point? <laughs> no, I still we we still haven't talked to each other. Which I mean, honestly, we we never even talked to each other before the incident. So um, it is what it is. I mean, I think we both moved on. <laughs> well, I'll move yeah. on to this: Bristol on dirt or Bristol on oh. concrete. The only reason why I like. Dirt on Bristol is to race the sprint car and a late model there. Um, <laughs> we should not be racing cup cars on the dirt at Bristol. Um, I mean, it was just proof. I think you know, this past weekend, you know, the racing is amazing there. Kyle Larson does not want dirt on Bristol. I'll take Kyle Larson for the win. Coming up next hour, Kenny Koretsky. Who's your daddy now, baby? Uh, we'll find all that out. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined, with Kenny Sargent, we love the party, Crash Gladys, what are we doing for the bachelorette party, and Stepman, I am serious, here's the Freaks. All right, Freak Nation, second hour. Coming up, Kenny Koretsky, big-time pro stock pilot. I say big-time, but he got his first win last weekend in Charlotte. Something his dad, Kenny Koretsky, never did. And something else his dad, Kenny Koretsky, never did. He never ran for a championship, just like his young boy is Kyle Koretsky, 
running for a championship. Flying those Lucas Oil colors, Kyle Koretsky will be joining us here in the Freak Nation, pro stock pilot. Uh, again, a hell of a race weekend in St. Louis for him. Uh, he'll be here. Also, Jeb Burton, the son of Indy, excuse me, Daytona 500 champion Ward Burton, who unfortunately crashed out in the Xfinity Series race uh, last night. So, yeah, big second hour coming up, and we'll get to some uh, not much motorsports. Alex Pelot, last hour, your IndyCar Series champion for 2021, clinched it at Long Beach. He joined us last hour. You missed any of this show? You missed that Alex Polo interview, we'll have it up there for you on our website, speedfreaks.tv. Be sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They're there for you. Again, speedfreaks.tv is the website. Statman, listen to that Kyle Larson interview last hour. These are just, these are just regular dudes. You listen to him. You listen to Alex Polo, uh, Koretsky, Jeb Burton. There's not a whole lot of pretense in these dudes. Not a lot in the ones that you mentioned, and maybe that's why they're winning races and championships, but mm-hmm. obviously there's a, a huge amount. There's the definition of pretense in several drivers that we just won't bring up right now. Now, why wouldn't you bring those up, Stat, man? Every chance you get to jump on the Kevin Harvick and rub your foot on that throat for a little bit and Kyle Busch, you, you, t- you tend to do that, buddy. Because we might ask him to be in the Freak Nation <laughs> at some point in the future, and I don't want that out in the world that any of them, you know, that, that I that I was denigrating their pretense and arrogance. I, I, I would never do that. Think about this. I think I tweeted this out this morning. It just it, it seemed like, and I'm being a little facetious, that it just seemed like yesterday that – this young black driver in Formula One was was rock and rolling it, yeah. on the scene. And now, 100 uh-huh. wins later, Statman, Lewis Hamilton celebrating 100 wins in Formula One. Yeah, a record 100 wins. And he's tied the record for championships, not just wins, but championships at seven and he's got a chance just like uh, max verstappen speaking of arrogance that max verstappen uh he and the two of them are fighting for the championship this year it'd be his eighth for lewis and the first for max uh max has got the probably the better car as of now um, Mercedes has got to decide whether or not to change the power unit like Verstappen did this weekend and had to start from the back of the field. But that's that's a rabbit hole we don't have to go into. The t- either one of them could win the championship this year. Are there still contractual issues with Lewis Hamilton? No, he signed, uh, he signed for, oh... One more year, maybe two, at least one more year. He wants to get the eighth championship and probably wants to do it with Mercedes. Although today, with the uh, the success of McLaren, he did talk about the team I used to drive for, McLaren, and uh, the uh, Norris, Lando Norris, Lando. had a chance to win today, but he wouldn't come into the pits. He didn't give up the track position uh, to change out of his slicks. And when it started raining, he lost control of the car and with like three laps to go in the race, could have won his first race. And and Lewis has been very uh, complimentary of Lando uh, two or three times this year uh, in public. And who knows how much is done behind the scenes. But yeah, I mean, he uh, Lando Norris 
had a chance to get his first win today, and Lewis recognized that, and Lewis is running second. And when Norris went off the track, that's how Lewis ended up the winner. All right, Crasher, write this down. 8.05 Pacific time, <laughs> September 26, 2023. Okay. Lewis Hamilton will be running in the Indianapolis 500. Oh, stop it! He grabs his eighth F1 championship, says sayonara, baby. No, he's not going to do an oval. Unless Grosjean has something really great to say about ovals. <laughs> you really want to give away tires tonight, don't you? I do, don't I? <laughs> we'll be right back after we join some affiliates. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for hanging out. Sirius XM, iHeart, TuneIn, Odyssey. Affiliates across the country. 21 years from Lucas Oil Studios. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes, brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Now through the end of October. Buy four qualifying SUV light truck tires. Get up to a $100 Visa prepaid card. That's right. Four qualifying General Tires, and you'll get up to 100 bucks back from our friends at General Tire. Go to GeneralTire.com. Crasher? The IndyCar season is done. In race one is where we said, hello, Palo. He rang the season in with a win. And then today, the final race, after several laps complete, well, he was determined the champion, the first ever Spaniard champion in IndyCar history. Hometown boy Colton Herta drove a hell of a race to take the California sweep and the win at Long Beach Grand Prix. Scott McLaughlin was crowned Rookie of the Year, and like Kenny alluded to last hour, we now have three Indy 500 winners, uh, arguably the series' most popular driver, and a four-time Champ Car champion out of a ride as we speak right now. Ryan Hunter Ray, Simon Pagano, Takuma Sato, James Hinchcliffe, Sebastian Bourdais, Ed Jones, Jack Harvey, and Connor Daly are shopping in this IndyCar offseason. IMSA also raced at Long Beach. Cadillac swept the podium and won their fourth in a row at Long Beach with drivers Pipo Durrani and Felipe Nasser. Earlier in the day, it was Lewis Hamilton regaining the points lead in Formula One as he notched his 100th series win in the rain, the very challenged race in Russia. He is just two points ahead of Max Verstappen, however, because Verstappen drove from last to second today, keeping himself in contention. The Trans Am Series was on the East Coast, and even though they have one more race remaining on their calendar, Chris Dyson took the win in Trans Am, Rafa Matos in Trans Am 2, both of them clinching the provisional title. The NHRA wrapped up a nonstop month of racing in St. Louis. Matt Hagen was your winner in Funny Car. And, of course, Steve Torrance, his ninth win now in Top Fuel. And then Erica Enders driving around Dallas Glen with an almost perfect reaction time. She took the win by just two thousandths of a second in pro stock. Finally, on the weekend was NASCAR in Las Vegas. On Friday, Christian Eckes took the win in the truck series. Saturday saw substitute driver Josh Berry drive away for the checkered flag. And then tonight, you just saw it exactly one hour ago. Denny Hamlin taking the win and guaranteeing himself a move on in the NASCAR Cup playoffs. Coming up, Freak Nation, Kenny Koretsky. And speaking of Xfinity Series race, Jeb Burton. Kyle Koretsky. Kyle Koretsky, don't call me Kenny. <laughs> Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey, man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Aw, fresh vanilla, rocky road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Scoop it is, scoop it is, scoop it is, scoop it is, scoop shakalaka, 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 Geico, switch today and see all the ways you could save. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, 21 years. From the Lucas Hall Studios, been doing this thing. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, the website speedfreaks.tv. Speaking of Lucas Oil, how about sampling Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment? For more information, go to lucasoil.com. It's their product spotlight of the week. Cleans and lubricates multiple systems, removes harmful deposits, gum and varnish, improves cold temperature fluidity, and lubricates upper cylinder walls and rings. It's a big deal, man. Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment? Go get it. More information, lucasoil.com. Speaking of Lucas Oil, fly on those Lucas Oil colors. 
His name is Kyle Koretsky. Uh, one reason why I continue to say Kenny Koretsky, but his, his, his dad, Kenny Koretsky, many years in pro stock class in HRA, never a race win, and never contending for a championship. It's a big deal. So, yeah, Kyle Koretsky joins us now uh, in the Freak Nation. And it was a big win in Charlotte. And now, what would you say, Crasher? He, uh, second. I don't know how to say Chris's last name. Chris McGahey, Magaha. Right. Took him out in the second round today, unfortunately. Got it. So, yeah, it's a big damn deal for uh, Kenny Koretsky here in the Freak Nation. Kenny, don't call me Kyle, or Kyle, don't call me (laughs) Kenny Koretsky. Holy smokes. Save me, Kyle. Category Flamels Lucas Oil Colors. You still seem kind of shocked at this race win. Why does it look like that? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely uh, still uh, lost for words here. But uh, it, it's been my dream to win one of these uh, NHRA Wallies and and to beat uh, you know the boss here, uh, KB Racing. Uh, Greg Anderson was it's huge. I mean, the guy is trying to set a record here to be the winningest driver in pro stock, and I kind of just stopped him in his tracks right there. But uh, you know, it's uh, the first Wally for my family as a Koretsky uh, driver. And, uh, yeah, I just uh, – when I went through the traps, my words were, you know, oh, you got to be kidding me. Like, <laughs> did that wind light just come on? Uh, you know, what happened in the other lane? Like, I, I don't know. We don't wear radios at KB Racing, so I don't know what I went or what Greg went. Or, so you kind of got to wait down. They tell you to pull over there to the left side to the, to the TV uh, crew, and it's like, wow. I just, I just did it. Uh, it's been my goal. It's been my dream. Um, it's something my dad's wanted to do his whole career, and I finally got him a, uh, a Koretsky Wally. Nice. And in the '90s and in the early 2000s, team orders were a big deal. And I, I'm not going to go into the politics behind any of that, but this was really impressive because of the lack of team orders or orders and the fact that. Greg is tuning your car. He's up for a record-setting run of getting the most amount of wins ever in pro stock, yet you deny him that. It's just the storylines all around this are huge. So how did this truly come down in the pits? Oh, I mean, it's uh, a KB Racing. We run every run like it's a like it's a qualifying run, you know, wide open. Uh, there's there's no holding back. Greg tunes my, uh, my uh, Chevy Camaro. Uh, every single run. I mean, he's worked on my car before he's even touched his car. If we had engine troubles and, you know, Dallas and Cody and DJ, I mean, it's one big team in the pits, but as soon as we go up to that starting line, you put that pre-stage bulb on it's game on, uh, you know, everyone's trying to rip their, you know, the other person's head off. And, uh, that's what we're there to do. We're there to win as a team and and win individually. So to get that first win for uh, Lucas oil, uh, you know, flying their colors and representing that kind of company is just unbelievable. It's the 50th time uh, a KB team, you know, team final. So that's pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of cool things about the whole race. Uh, we can keep going on and on and on, but it's uh, it's my big one, man. It, it's the one I, I missed the finals there. It's uh, at the U.S. Nationals was a, a real bummer. I wore that on my shoulders there. Every single day, every minute of the uh, of the day, um, I just let my team down as a driver. But I tried to, you know, come back and and pull through at Maple Grove, and we struggled there a little bit. But we got it done, Charlotte, and uh, yeah, the rest is going to be history. 
how much of the Indianapolis and the pressure that was there and you feeling like you let the team down, how much of that was in your head leading up to the finals in Charlotte? Uh, not really so much in my head. It was definitely in the back of my mind that, hey, you know, enough's enough. You know, you really got to dig deep and get this done, not only for your team, but, you know, for myself as a driver, to, to boost my confidence up. Uh, I went to a few finals this year, just, you know, came up on the wrong side there. But uh, that's drag racing. This is what we do. Uh, NHRA drag racing's tight. I'm still kind of like lost. Like, oh, like <laughs> we're, we're getting, I'm getting interviewed for a win. Uh, it's crazy. Normally, you know, you get interviewed because I'm Kenny Koretsky's son. But now, you know, Kenny Koretsky, he's Kyle Koretsky's dad. Wow. That, was, that was my dad told me that once that he was uh, when he became my dad instead of me being his son. That was cool. man. must have been cool for you because you still got a big smile on your face a week later. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been smiling ear to ear. I mean, honestly, I smile every time I go to the racetrack, either it's bracket racing or pro stock racing or even just watching. I'm a motorsport guy. I love every kind of anything with a motor. I love. Um, I love being involved. And yeah, I mean, I haven't stopped smiling. I don't think my dad has either. He's got more phone <laughs> calls and he's calling me, you know, 10 times more than he normally does. And it's cool. It, it really is. You dedicated the Wally to him. Who's going to keep it? Are you going to have it in your house or his house or your shelf or his? Where's it going to go? Uh, I think that one will go on his shelf. I'm going to clear a bunch of them, uh, a oh, bunch of them off the uh, the office there, and and we're going to put this one right in the center. Cool, that's world class, cool, dude. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, I'm a son, so I know what that's about. Uh, I'm even a junior, so that's even <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse. So uh, you, so what happens? Uh, did you and your dad ever face off when? Everybody was gone and the lights come down. Who's the fastest there? <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll let him win that battle for sure. But uh, you know, we, we you gonna let him win? You gonna let him win? I'll let I'll let him win that one. He, I mean, he taught me everything I know about life. Uh, he deserves all the credit for sure. I mean, he gave me the opportunity to even be here. So without him, without my mom, uh, you know, my whole family, my brothers, you know he runs a company and, and my sister, and it's a, it's a team effort here. I'm just the lucky one on the right side that gets to actually have the fun. Uh, everyone else here is home working their butts off and, uh, you know, all of our employees here, KPK development, it's, uh, it's huge. And it, it really is a big dedication to everybody here at our, our company and, and my family. Cause without none of them, I mean, I couldn't do what I, you know, dreamed to do. Kyle Koretsky, one more thing. Don't let your dad hear you say you're going to let him win. I'm <laughs> addition to being a son, I'm a dad too. And uh, I used to hate it when my son would beat me in racquetball. So uh, don't, <laughs> don't let him hear you say I'm going to let him win. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep that between us. He's not very tech savvy, so he might not even be able to get to see this unless I show it to him. So maybe I'll crop that little section out. Kid Chaos, Kyle Koretsky here in the Freak Nation in the, the Lucas Oil Studios. It seems like September, you guys have been running not every weekend, but every weekend and like in the middle of the week. This NHRA schedule in the tail end of the season as you're running in the playoffs, it can get kind of bonkers. When does it start to ramp up for you mentally? Wednesday hit, Thursday hit, are you gnawing at the bit, uh, getting the, the itch to get back in the car? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, as soon as I, you know, as soon as they put, put that car away in the trailer on Sunday night, 
you know, I want to know, all right, are we going to go testing? What, you know, what's next? I, um, I, I love drag racing. Uh, I don't ever stop thinking about it. I try not to think about it during the day to keep me focused on work. Yes. My brother, all I think about is race, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been back to back. It's definitely been tough, but we're in the countdown. This is where it counts. So we try to stay focused, but normally, you know, Monday morning, I'm back focused on work and I start really focusing, I think on racing Thursday, probably right around this time, uh, you know, starting to wrap everything up for the day, uh, half a day here at KPK and going to head to the airport here shortly for St. Louis. But normally Thursdays, Thursday mornings, I start getting in the race mode and, and start really prepping myself mentally to, you know, go out there and do a job. Are you set for a weekend a strict weekend regimen yet, or are you just kind of feeling things out still before you maybe adopt one of those, like what Ron Caps does, or even Greg Anderson? I think. Do you have like a specific routine of what you eat, what you drink, when you sleep? Is that part of your routine yet? No, I don't. I don't think that's part of my routine. Um, we do some different stuff on Sunday just to try to keep me, you know, focused and stuff like that. But uh, no, I don't. Have, I try. I try to eat as healthy as I can. Um, uh, I don't really drink, so we don't, I don't go out real late. We go out, we hang out as a team, uh, have a good time. But when it comes to Sunday, you know, Saturday, normally nice, calm, and collect and try to eat a good dinner Saturday night and then Sunday, you know, do our job. But I don't have a routine yet, no. I'm, I'm still too new at this. Uh, I'm just trying to have fun. Um, I'm really just trying to have fun and take every round, you know, one round at a time. Did you have a celebration meal when you won? Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, two of my really good friends, uh, Joe and Ray and Christy, they put a little surprise uh, party together for me Monday night. Uh, my family and all my friends. Uh, it's probably about sixty or seventy people actually at this place called. Uh, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. It's called like Nebraza. It's like an all-you-can-eat uh, Brazilian steakhouse. So uh, yeah, we ate like uh, we ate like kings, and, and it was a great time. It was a great celebration. I, we celebrated my little sisters. 27th birthday as well so that was cool and and uh it was all the people that support me my whole life were there so uh it was really cool and i have a great group of friends and family that that support me on this uh crazy hobby that i have so the tears and beers were flowing that night huh is that what the, <laughs> is that what you're saying With all that celebration yeah going on? it's it sure was yeah i even i haven't had two beers that night but uh <laughs> it was uh it was cool. Two. It was really cool. It was definitely, yeah, two. Just two. Not three, not three, not two, not one, two. <laughs> so I, it's, uh, it was cool. I noticed that uh, the address behind your head, I can't tell the city, but I certainly see the state in Pennsylvania. There you go. F- Fairless Hills? Hills. Yep, you got it. Yep, Fairless Hills. Uh, you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? I am not. Uh, I'm an Eagles fan. Uh, when I do watch sports, I, I always support the Philly <laughs> Philly teams, you know, the Phillies and the Eagles and stuff like that. But I don't get much time to get to sports games and stuff like that. I was never really Kyle, too much into it. You said, listen, be quiet. You said you're an Eagles fan. <laughs> Eagles can suck it. All right. I don't know yeah. the damn thing you're saying, right? You can, I'm a Cowboys fan. So <laughs> Eagles fans. Oh, my God. Just, I might as well just, oh, let me just hang up. I got to <laughs> hang up. <now. laughs> hit, hit the M button. Gee, that's what's worse than a Steelers fan is a freaking Eagles fan. God, yeah, Gretzky? No. 
No, what's even worse is that you don't know uh, Pennsylvania geography, apparently. He's closer to Philly than he is to yeah. Pittsburgh. I, the, I don't. Okay, Crasher, like you knew where Fairless Hills was. No, I didn't. I, I'm glad that you took the fall Jeez. for that one. Is, man, <laughs> is Kenny talking? <laughs> I didn't know. I, I can't hear a word he's saying over there. He might be on mute. Hey, Kenny, don't if you worry. can hear me, take your mute button off. <laughs> don't worry. He doesn't say anything of substance anyway. I will start calling you Kenny here in a minute, <laughs> <No>. Kyle. <laughs> Give me two thumbs up for that one. Oh boy, oh well, that's boy. badass. Look, man, you're again. You're in the countdown. You're sitting just behind uh, Erica and Anderson. Uh, you got a shot at this damn thing, and we 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 couldn't be more proud of what you're doing, flying those Lucas Oil colors in that hot rod, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate. It. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Uh, it really is to be categorizing up up in that uh, you know third spot in the NHRA points and pro stock is crazy. Um, it's something that, you know, we're going to look forward to. We're going to go every weekend round by round and, and give it, give them, uh, you know, Eric and Greg a run for their money. And uh, KV Racing has supplied me with great horsepower, great car, great crew. And uh, I'm looking to get that championship for Lucas Oil. Wow. It just hit me that you got how many championships and how over 100 wins, 150 wins maybe. And you got no championships and one win, and you're about to beat them. Now, wait a <laughs> That's I, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's definitely some chaos, and uh, but they're they're not they're not backing down at all. I mean, between Greg is uh, Greg is an animal. Uh, that guy that guy is great. He's you know the greatest I think to ever sit in the pro stock seat. So he's not going to let me just have it. And nor is Erica, or nor is, you know any of the other top ten contenders. They all want it just as bad as I do. And we'll see, uh, you know, when it comes down to Pomona, who's on top. So uh, I'm going to give it my 110%. And I know my team's going to give it their 110% and give me the best car they can. And, and yeah, we'll just keep we'll just keep pulling those gears. It's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun. What kind of stories, real quick, what kind of stories does your old man have about Greg Anderson? Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. We Besides getting his ass kicked. What's that? Yeah, he got his, he got his ass kicked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he uh he's he's got some stories. We'll leave that for another day cuz we still got four races left. So I'm trying to keep this right. motor nice and healthy, but uh There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know, he he's a uh he's a Greg is a um Greg is a unique person, man. He is a hard working dedicated individual this guy loves drag racing he loves tinkering with the motors and and tune he's in there doing the work uh he he's not just a driver like myself that i'm fortunate enough i could just show up and drive he's building the engines during the week he's working on the engines with the rest of the crew at, at kb it, it's a big team effort but you know he he's worker man that guy is just non-stop and he's always been like that since i was a little kid i didn't like him growing up because he dominated us kyle don't <laughs> call me kenny koretsky here in the freak nation buddy go kick some ass this right. weekend all right cool i'm sure gonna try i appreciate you guys everything you guys do uh nah, this is awesome bye-bye oh no 
different thought tonight about a thing we all love, cars. Sometimes I join the cult worshipping cars. I've driven gas guzzlers, gas sippers, race cars, and hybrids on the street. That makes me part of the cult that denies the violence cars visit on our person, our lives, and our environment. The Museum of Modern Art in New York City examines the car in an exhibit of nine, from a Formula One race car to the people's car, a Volkswagen Beetle. If you're listening to this, you share my love and memories of the car, all billion and a half in the world, one for every five people. But I know what it's like to lose the beauty of nature to a car's exhaust or the scarring a car's tires can do to a hillside that only asks to surround us in beauty. Maybe our environment is fighting back by scarring humanity with forest fires and the pestilence that thrives in the car exhaust. We need to rethink so much of what we've surrendered to cars that are killing us and our way of life. Some answers may be in the next mirror you look into. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. That's what we got tonight in this Sunday night football game. If you like to gamble, you win some, you lose some. Green Bay <laughs> wins it with a 51-yarder. Time running out. Bam! Mason Crosby, 51 yards. You're not. That's a long way from the first weekend when they wanted to ship Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to uh, – uh, Joplin, Montana, or something, you know? I mean, it was a. What, what was it? What did he say a couple of years ago? R E L A X, you know? It's hard to tell a fan to do that, but yeah. National Football League this weekend. Oh my God. Kickers. Yeah, and, and it they all were, came down to kickers. They were all wanting to put Jimmy Garoppolo out to pasture. He kept him in the damn game tonight, man. Alex Pillow joined us last hour. Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll have that up for you tomorrow morning. Denny Hamlin won the South Point 400 at uh, Las Vegas. He moves on into the next round. Chase Elliott, two spot. Kyle Busch, three spot. Kyle, Kyle Larson last hour joined us. Again, at speedfreaks.tv, you can hear all those interviews, which, by the way, hopefully you uh, subscribe to our YouTube page. You can watch many of these interviews, including the Kyle Larson, the Kenny Koretsky last segment, the Jeb Burton coming up next segment. Jeb Burton likes him some freaking snakes. (laughs) Well, newly discovered close-up fascination with snakes, yes. Stat, what's the closest encounter you've ever had with a snake? The ones with legs or the ones without mm-hmm. legs? Yeah, I knew you'd you are that. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Perdome. If you're gonna not if Perdome. you're gonna throw the softball up there, dude, you gotta True. expect to chase it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I tell the story with uh, Jeb Burton about how I, I would roll up out to this pond or this little small lake down the street from me in uh, Carrollton, Texas. Had these big old dingo boots on and. A Daisy BB gun, just start blasting water moccasins. Wait, 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 wait. You had a BB gun that was branded Daisy? Yeah, Daisy. Hell yes. Daisy BB guns, man. That just sounds very weird. 
It's a BB gun crash. I'm not talking about a Daisy a tank. though. Seriously? Yeah, look it up, man. Wow. Yeah, All right. Look it up. So Jeb Burton will be joining us in about seven minutes here in the Freak Nation. Yes, again, the son of Ward Burton. Uh, Ward Burton's claim to fame. He won himself a Daytona 500. That's just about it. Running for Richard Childress back in the day. But his son, Jeb Burton, still looking for a ride for next year. Teammates of A.J. Allmendinger, by the way. But uh, looking for sponsorship for next year. Again, Jeb Burton still a shot at winning the championship in the Xfinity Series. But to knock out of the race last night, he'll be joining us again here in the second hour. And also, Aaron Rodgers, your winning quarterback tonight. A story f- about him coming up in Not Much oh, right. Motorsports. The reason for his ragged, rugged lookingness. Uh, we'll get to the bottom of that. Trust me, Triple F uh, set us up for that one. Follow me on that there, Freak Nation? Yeah, man. All right, we're going to do it. Jeb Burton, Snakes, and uh, other things. Jeb Burton coming up. Speed Freak Spits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. 
What up? It's Kenny Sargent. And have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv. And it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Coming up in moments, Jeb Burton running for an Xfinity Series championship was knocked out of the race early last night. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. A reminder, Freak Nation, now through the end of October, by four qualifying general tires for SUV or light truck tires, and you'll get up to 100 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. That's right, 100 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. It's as simple as that, man. Go to generaltire.com. That's GeneralTire.com and check out the special from our good friends at General Tire. Jeb Burton joining us here in the Freak Nation. We could talk some some Xfinity racing, but let's talk about this. When I was about 11, 12 years old, I would I would head out to the pond with my BB gun and start blasting uh, rattlesnake. <laughs> no, not rattlesnakes, uh, moccasins. All right. Uh, I see that you are a black snake fan, at least trying to catch black snakes. What the hell is that about, man? Yeah, well, uh, my dad always is catching them, so, um, you know, I decided this week that I would try to do it on my own, too, so that's where <laughs> that came from. <laughs> well, if you're not familiar with snakes, which, again, I, could, I take it that you are, you see anything outside of, you know, a, a little garden snake, a lot of folks are going to get concerned that uh, black snakes are venomous, but you handle that thing like you knew exactly what the hell you were doing. Yeah, black snakes aren't going to hurt you. They're not the prettiest looking things, and you know, but it's nothing wrong with the black snake. Mother Nature put them on, uh, you know, put them on Earth for a reason, right? So um, they got their place, and we have ours. So try not to kill them um, if you don't have to. But a black snake, it's like, do you want mice and rats in your house, or do you want the black snake on the outside of the house? So he takes care of it for you. But we see Teal. We see Teal in the background of this video, of course, that we're referencing from your Twitter account. And Teal's just running around like no big deal. I would imagine that most dogs would want to pounce on that thing. Do you have Teal trained correctly or what? Yeah, Teal is the skittish little lab that I've ever been around before. And she does not like anything, really. And she just, uh, she, the sense of smell that she could smell, she knew not to go mess with him, but. Um, that was interesting. I think that was her first snake encounter. The dog's only a year old. Well, Jeb, you've been doing your media tour today. Uh, how many snake conversations have you had out of the first 50 that you've done, bud? That was actually the first one. Um, you know, most of the time people are talking about with dad doing it. So that was the first one of the day. Um, so I was surprised by that. Well, then. They, they, they call us the freak nation for a reason, right, Statman? <laughs> Exactly. I'm stunned that nobody else asked you about that because I was going to ask you the one question that you've done on all of these tours. What's the one that everybody has asked you so that we don't have to ask? <laughs> the one that everybody's asked is, 
I think a lot of people are asking what I'm doing next year, and the answer to that is I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, that's seconds, so let's get on the Yeah, okay, enough. Yeah, move on. <laughs> yeah, it, it – uh, you know, and then everybody's asking about what tracks are going to be the most difficult. And I think this weekend, Las Vegas is going to be challenging. Uh, it's a tough mile and a half. All right. That's another 15 seconds. So we don't have to worry about that one. Why would anybody care how difficult the track is? Because you're a driver. That one's more difficult, but you got a point there. That's why I don't ask the questions. I'll just answer. <laughs> you can tell. You're a Burton, dude. You're a Burton. Well, completely. You and your dad are from the, cut from the same cloth. You answer questions the same way. And you think about life the same way. I bet you heard that before, haven't you? I have heard that one before. Yeah, dad's, dad, uh, he's been a good dad to me, and I've spent a lot of time with him and some of traits that he has that rub off on me that's for certain you talk about how you've spent a lot of time with him obviously he's your dad but let's talk about how everything has come together and culminated with this season being 2021 that win in talladega you're in the playoffs and how emotional it has been i know we've touched on your emotions throughout this past year but it's really weighed on your dad hasn't it i mean obviously on you because this is your career but your dad has really taken it upon himself and carried a lot of the weight of sponsorship and getting you the opportunities, maybe more than we've seen out of other dads out there, huh? Yeah, you know, um, dad had a great career and and things were just different when he he kind of came up. If if you could drive race cars, you the phone rang all the time and and now um things are just so tough and things are so uh, expensive in in you know the world we live in now that um things get really difficult and like the situation I'm in now and I know what I'm going to do next year is really difficult on my family. Dad, he's working really hard trying to make things happen. But at the end of the day, um, it's my career and, and I've, um, have a bunch of great partners that are helping me right now for 2022 and we're working on it every day. And I think some of that emotion just comes from dad wants it for me so bad because he knows how good I can be as a driver when everything's clicking and, and uh, he knows I can do it. So I think that's where you see that. But, but we got then, seven, we got seven races to go, so it's not over yet, and I think we can go win a championship. Heck no! Yes, you can. You're you're in position, and that's really what matters right now. How much of what you learned last year, and maybe in other years though, has taught you that right now, even if you don't have anything signed for next year, it's okay. It's going to work its way out. That's what you just got to keep telling yourself. And even if it's not, you've done everything you can do. Yeah. Um, and if we could go win the championship and that was the end of it, I don't think that'd be the case, but let's go do it. And that's the plan. Tell me about the relationship you have at College Racing with A.J. Almendinger. He's one of the closest friends we have here on the radio show. Uh, has he helped? I know Ward, your dad, uh, helps coach you. Do you get any coaching from A.J.? Has he helped in your success? Yeah, AJ's a good good teammate. He's about the same age as my dad. He's so old, so uh, <laughs> we, can, we, can tell, we can tell him I said that. But uh, but uh, yeah, he uh, he's been a great teammate, and um, I've enjoyed working with AJ. He's got a ton of experience, and he's made me a better race car driver for sure. That's the absolute best. <laughs> That's going to be saved the next time we talk to AJ. Good. Pop that on him. And watch his face. That's incredible. <laughs> hey, 
Abe, when we first met him, he was about 15 years old racing go-karts. And he's been part of the Freak Nation ever since. And to hear that sound bite, that's just, that floored all three of us. That's perfect. Oh, good. I'm glad I gave y'all a little bit of ammunition to build up on him. Hey, uh, Jeff Burton joining us here in the Lucas Oil Studios. What was the conversation that you were having with Snyder? After Bristol, what, what, what were you, remember this is this is YouTube. This is uh, the internet. You can say whatever you guys were talking about. Yeah, I was just telling him that uh, you know I didn't really like the looks of his race car. That's pretty much what I was telling him. <laughs> <laughs> but, that red, it just doesn't go with his eyes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he uh, he he didn't give me enough room off of four, and we made contact, and he cut the right front tire, and. It was no reason for it, so I was just asked him why he decided to do that, and was it a mistake or was it on purpose? Everybody makes mistakes. Victim of it was so many times tired of it, but he he said he was sorry, and and you know at the end of the day, that's all you can you can ask for out of somebody. So, but I'm not put up with anything at the same time, so I had to go make my point across. So you two aren't going to be sharing Christmas cards in a couple of months, huh? To be honest, buddy, I don't want to share Christmas with any of them. I'm out there to beat them. Um, <laughs> yes. that's, kind of, that's kind of the way I look about look at it. I'm out there for me and my partners and uh, want to go win. Which includes your cousin, of course. You guys, as of us taping this interview right now, you guys are neck and neck in points. I think it was, what, seventh and eighth or something like that. But if it comes down to it, and you got to punch your cousin to go take that championship. Oh, yeah, you're going to do that, aren't you? Yeah, I think he knows that. Um, so, uh, yeah, for the championship, it's all on the line mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so uh, I think I would move anybody for that deal. There you go. Jeb Burton joining us here in the Freak Nation, and it's out there. Your daddy, he'll drop the gloves. We've seen your, your uncle drop the gloves with Jeff Gordon. When was the last time you dropped the gloves and got after it with a driver? on a backwoods track or maybe just somebody at the 7-Eleven. What's the last time that, that Jeb Burton 7-Eleven? Man, I, it's been a while, but, um, you know, I'm a country boy, and I've been in enough fights in my life that I know one thing. I want to be the first guy hitting somebody. I don't want them hitting me. So that's normally the guy who wins the fight. <laughs> so when you get out of the car, you're taking the helmet off right away. Oh. You're ready for anything that happens. You're not going to leave it on and get into a long discussion. Well, I don't leave my helmet on. I get out and have it off. And um, If somebody has their helmet on, it's just something to grab onto to pull them on the ground. So um, it makes it a little bit easier for that. I've, I've had to do that before. You had to grab a helmet and get somebody's attention? Yeah, they stuck their head in, in the car when I was trying to get out. and. So I just grabbed them and brought them in there with me. Um, so uh, if you leave the helmet on, they're safe. But at the same time, it's a good thing to grab and you can put them on the ground pretty fast. I love this guy. We got to right? You got to yes. freak nation a little more, dude. This, this is this is one of the best conversations we've had with a NASCAR driver. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. That's for certain. Yeah, yeah. Good. We can we have much respect. Yeah. Well, then then maybe let's end it with this. As you're getting set for the playoffs again, extending the playoffs with the Xfinity Series, uh, who's the tougher, your dad or your or your uncle? 
Jeffer, Jeffer Ward. Who, who, what do you think he's going to say? Well, hold on a second. Let's let's say there's no holds barred. I mean, there's everything flies. Jeb is is Wardy still going to uh, take his brother? I think so. I think Dad used to harass the hell out of Jeff too. Um, he was a young <laughs> younger guy, and Dad was the older guy, so the older brother normally wins those battles. If either one of them could get training from that that adorable girl that you were on the peanut farm with from your two track mind series. If either one of them could do the pageant walk, like she taught you who would do that better. I think Jeff definitely got that one. handled. I think he could do that. <laughs> would he cock his hip out a little bit too? Oh, he would. He's, he's done that before. <laughs> Can you go for anybody else than your freaking Hokies? Cause you're a long time suffering Hokies fan. If that's your team, bud. Who do you like? Well, I got Sam Houston State right there, which they just won the uh, Division II championship. Ah. But Are they, uh, is that a high school or what is it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you asked for it, buddy. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You know, Kenny, you're not going to. It's a college uh, six-man. It's a, it's a six-man football league. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to tell them about your Longhorns? Uh, why should I? There's been nothing to cheer about for the Texas Longhorns oh. since freaking Vince Young went bonkers in 06. Oh. <laughs> they, they're still good, good school, though. I don't mind Texas. Well, buddy, look, uh, I bet you didn't expect this when you came in the Freak Nation. Hopefully we'll get you back in here after uh, after another big race or a big win, man. All yes. right? Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all having me on. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> See y'all. Thanks. <laughs> Not, not much motorsport. Motor not much motorsport. Helio or Helio. Not, 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 not. Well, not only much, that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Loose. Not much motorsport. <laughs> Freaks. Not much motorsports. Green Bay Packers got himself a big win tonight against San Francisco, and you may still be wondering why Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the Packers, still looks pretty scruffy. Crasher, any yeah. any idea why? Just read it. All right. So Aaron Rodgers recently divulged the reason why he has this rugged-ass appearance going on. Long locks, too. Yeah. Scruffy face. He plans to dress up like one of his heroes for Halloween. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is one of those dudes that likes to just throw down when it comes to Halloween. Actually, we've seen through social media, we've seen some of the parties that he's been to in the month of October over the years. He says he's got a month until Halloween, but his costume has been a whole year in making. (laughs) He says, I'm not going to give it away, but it's somebody who is a hero of mine who has longish hair. Several Twitter users responded to Rogers' tease Tuesday with guesses about who he plans to dress up for Halloween. Maybe the Joker, the Undertaker, the dude from The Big Lebowski, Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. Danica. Rogers, of course. Danica. Oh! 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 Ooh. Nice job, Dan. <laughs> yep. So I'm trying to think. That scruffy look of his, long hair. He had a man bun going on. He likes himself some Game of Thrones. Who do you think it is, Crash? I have zero idea. I'm not one to ask. Right. 
Statman, are you going to have some candy corn for the kids who come by your bungalow for Halloween this year? Uh, no. If I, I can't have candy in the house because I'll eat it. Especially yeah. Snickers, oh, yeah. mini Snickers. That's one of the major food groups. I can't have. I can't have. It candy. is, isn't it? Yeah, I can't have. <laughs> so I, true. Twenty-one years of doing Speed Freaks, and I did not realize that was your weakness. Oh, mini oh, Snickers. The okay. mini Snickers. My tax man in Southern California used to keep them in his office, and I'd just bring the whole basket into the office with him and you know instead of getting nervous i just eat snickers bars for an hour <laughs> that soothe your anxieties over your taxes yeah the cheating yeah mm-hmm. bang you can email it Statman. see <laughs> yeah. hey freak nation thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing go to the website speedfreaks.tv that's speedfreaks.tv miss any of the show kyle larson was in here jeb burton Kenny Koretsky, Mr. Palou. As we, we also had Paloo. Kyle Koretsky, too. Yeah. Did he just say Kenny again? See, yeah. You're saying it so often that it just True. goes over my head now. Alex Palou, Nick Bar Series champion. Shoot the juice to the moose, the stat man. Cut it loose. Zip. Motorsports Radio, redefined.